0: Hello again,
1: everyone, and welcome to the Scientific Coaching Podcast. I'm your host Lucas Berry, joined by the one, the only Mr. Shrewsbury Jr. Darren, how many pieces of cake, and pie, or whatever holiday-themed desserts have you eaten in the past like two days?
0: Uh,
2: too many. Too many. That's
1: the answer. That's the answer. And you know what? It's this is that magical time of year, and where no one has any clue what day it is, and we are fine with that.
2: Yep. Yep. I had. I had a four. Uh... Uh, a four-day weekend, and uh, uh, and uh, partially well, a well, uh, three-day weekend was was the goal, and then uh, Friday, the all of the the weather basically had everyone going, yeah, please stay, please stay home. Like I got in, and then my, the IT guy was like, "What the hell are you doing here? <laughs> like, just go home, man. Go, go yeah, go home. Like, go home. Those mountains are gonna freeze over, and you'll be stuck here." <laughs> Uh, I think Liz could have survived without you. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah, because she was already... She, fine. she was already home. She had already gotten an extra day because they canceled school on Thursday and Friday was yeah. her first day off anyway. So. Yeah.
1: <sighs> we were talking about that after the show last week and I was like, here's what's going to happen. You're going to go to work and you're going to go, I love you. She's going to go, buzz off. and take the cover <laughs> back. I'm like,
2: come on. No. And she, she's she been watching her newly acquired Wave ray Version of charmed uh, aunt, and uh, crocheting. and
1: I did not picture her as a crocheter.
2: Her dad actually crochets. And uh, last, about two years ago, he, uh, two and a half years ago or so, she was like, hey, you want to show me how? <laughs> I was voted
1: the best crocheter in fourth grade at Divide Elementary School. <laughs> Hell not yeah.
0: Kidding.
1: Not kidding. Let's talk ball. Let's uh, get into the real stuff here, and let's start with JJ Watt announcing he will retire at the conclusion of the 2022 season. With, and with Arizona being eliminated from the playoffs, he has two games left. So I know what your reaction was to me when I told you this because I had the same exact same reaction to the to the same word, no less. But what was your reaction to me telling you that JJ Watt's retired?
2: I it, I mean I came at a, as a blindside to everybody uh, literally no one expected it uh but uh, absolutely just wow um but well deserved uh one of the greatest defensive players that we've witnessed in our lifetime um and he deserves it <laughs> Jay
1: absolutely absolutely and, and here's the thing like JJ Watt is one of those players like some... And, and look, we don't know these players personally. We're not, not... None of us knows a professional football player. Unless you have something you haven't told me. <laughs> uh, but... It, it, J.J. Watt is just a genuinely good person. And for mm-hmm. that reason alone, I hate that he didn't get a ring. Never I mind his play on the field. But when you look at what he did, there's a reason he won... Walter paid Man of the Year. Mm-hmm. He's a good... Per- that whole family is, right? Yeah, like, That whole family is just like they were raised right, they're good people, they understand that, yes, they got a lot of money, but they've got more money, they know what to do with, let's go use it for good. And yeah. JJ was the poster child of that.
2: Hmm. If there was one guy who understood what it meant to give back to a community even after he left said community, it's him. And there there's nobody if there was a a career Walter Payton man man award it would go to JJ Watt
1: absolutely would not tell you this much dude JJ Watt was was is someone who this is the first thing I thought of when I thought about this and, and it kind of goes back to how much he's been injured which i have to believe is part of this decision to retire mm-hmm. especially even with the, even it is his next baby right that's the thing like you know even if he'll never say it between the lines it is. JJ mm-hmm. Watt, because of his desire to keep playing, because he he loved the game. And, mm-hmm. knew, and there are some guys out there who love who like playing football but they're also know they're really good at it and they love what football can bring to them. No. JJ Watt loves this game. Loves this game. And when you watch him and you listen to how he talks, if you ever have a moment where you are like, okay, I'm fed up with how this league is going about its business. I don't like what the players are doing. I don't like this and all my Listen to JJ Watt. And mm-hmm. you will fall in love with the game of football all over again. Just by yep. listening to him
0: speak.
2: Yeah, exactly. That it's the one consistent thing you could you could rely on.
1: And I know that uh that like, okay. I want him on TV next year. I He is made for broadcast television. Like, whoever gets him would be in the best shape. Because, I mean, you would have just a ton. I mean, he, he's perfectly made. And I know, the first thing I thought of was this. Like, Fox, they're going to be getting Tom Brady. They've got Greg Olson. And I really like Greg Olson as, as, the, as the lead analyst. For Fox, mm-hmm. but that's gonna be Brady's job whenever Brady decides he's done. But if I was Fox, you've got Terry Bradshaw, who's not getting any younger and just battled cancer, mm-hmm. and Jimmy Johnson, who again, not getting any younger. I'd have a conversation with those guys. I know you've got Howie Long and you've got Michael Strahan, two defensive guys. You don't wanna overload on defense, but JJ Watt is a personality that I think fits the Fox people perfectly. I would if I'm Fox after this. I tell Jimmy or or Terry, look, you can do some things, but we we got to make a move. We we mm. got to we got to go get this guy who's going to be absolutely dynamic for the for the next however many years. You've been great for us. We we love you, but we've got to have a conversation. And because if not, someone else will. Yeah. I don't know, but I, that's where I thought It just now. Uh, he, here's the thing JJ Watt could walk into ESPN, uh, CBS, Fox, NBC, NFL Network, Amazon, wherever he wants to go, and he'd be great at it. There's no, it doesn't matter where, but the first thing I thought of was Fox has two aging guys. Yeah. You've got a perfect opportunity to kind of transition here and go and go get yourself a star. I mean, if, you, if you're if you the network that has Tom Brady and J.J. Watt, you're set up for the next how many years doing this? I mean, you're going to be the best. As long as CBS has Romo, it's going to be those 2 Mm-hmm. <sighs> Speaking of moving places, uh, Derek Carr is likely to leave Las Vegas. Uh, and you and I are both shocked by, shocked by that. So here's my question we get into this. Which is more shocking? That Derek Carr is being prepared to be shipped out of Vegas, or JJ Watt
2: announcing his retirement. Um, I'm I'm gonna honestly say Derek Carr. Me too. Uh, because it just doesn't make It doesn't make much sense to me. It really doesn't. Elaborate. I, well, I mean, he's not been. It's not like he's been. He's not been a bad quarterback. In fact, basically everyone in the in the fandom has been like Derek Carr is our guy. Everybody, everybody has been on the Derek Carr train. Devontae <laughs> Adams left effectively to not only to chase money, but also because Derek Carr. <laughs> I love how you had to qualify that. It's like it. He he did, he seemed he wasn't a quarterback to me that was on the radar to get replaced. To I've me,
1: I've seen a lot of things that did say that. Like, I mean, at first, I kind of thought it was just a way to get rid of Mac Jones. people were saying, Oh, if the Raiders trade Derek Carr, would you trade Mac Jones to the Raiders? At first, I'm like, Okay, why are we drawing up scenarios to get rid of Mac? But then, yeah, knowing this is like. Okay, whoever said this must know something I don't, which is that's not a shock. But even then, it's like okay, um, this this is weird. Now, here's the thing about Derek Carr: he is has a sixty point eight completion percentage this year, which is actually his lowest since twenty seventeen. Wow, it's his lowest since his rookie year in twenty uh, in uh, twenty fourteen. He has just over 3,500 yards, 24 touchdowns, and a league-leading 14 interceptions, which, by the way, the same exact number he had last year.
2: Well, I did not know he was leading the league in interceptions. Uh, did not know that and one. And
1: had three against the Steelers on Saturday, on Saturday Sunday. Yeah, s- Saturday, whatever. The day they played.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I mean, it's just I, I I guess people are saying this like he's not Josh McDaniels' guy, and Josh wants to start over. Which, if that's the case, that's fine. But they paid him a good bit of money. Like you're gonna have to find someone to eat that. Yeah. But also (laughs) by benching him now. It's like, hey, he can't get injured. And by the way, he actually left the team. Like he left, he left camp. Hmm. He's not. He's he ain't coming back. Yeah. Well, I have to ask the question now. Would you do a, a Mac for Derek Carr swap?
2: No, I'd say stick with Zappy. If you're gonna get rid of Mac, just put Zappy in and go with it.
1: You really wouldn't trade for a, a established quarterback if you had a chance. Not necessarily just Carr, but if someone offered you like if someone called and said, I'll give you an established quarterback who's not bad for Mac Jones,
2: you wouldn't take that. I mean if it's just a one for one and, and we're both and we're already in the understanding that Mac isn't going to flourish in this system, sure. But I'd still say give Zappy the I'd still at this point with the three games of Zappy in the system. I'm already more pleased with that than seeing another quarterback uh, that hasn't been in the system for long uh, at all play. That's that's fair.
1: Yeah, I'll
2: accept it if it needs to be done, but I'm not gonna be happy with it because we saw what happened with Cam Newton when we accepted that at first. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and that was just not a good spot at all. That team it's, sucked.
2: That, yeah. It's just... Oof.
1: That whole team just... That whole team confirmed why Brady wanted the hell out. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, he, he saw this coming, this team's ass.
0: Yeah.
2: Can I blame him? No, because no. he walked away and got a wing the next goddamn year. Uh-huh. <laughs> they <Patriots laughs> just sitting there at 7-9. He's
1: forcing the damn Lombardi trophy. Like, okay, he won. Yeah. Oh, now I have to go there. Would you take Brady back? If it meant trade... Like, okay, you can't trade him to the... You can't trade Mac to the Bucks, But would you trade back to make room for Tom Brady? You
2: know, I'd, I'd... I'd argue that the situation's no better than when he left. At least offensive line-wise. Weapons-wise, they just can't stay healthy. And... I I like angles isn't there? If Billy he,
1: O'Brien comes back, so like Billy O'Brien was the offensive coordinator he, under Brady, with Brady for a while.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if O'Brien's there,
2: there, then then there's something. But I don't think he's going to work well with a. He's if if Patricia's in in charge of the offense still. Oh God! Absolutely, hell no! He's not going to want to have a damn thing with that.
1: If Patricia's in charge of the offense, Brady's taking charge of the offense. <laughs> he's, gonna, he's gonna walk Trish out of the meeting. <laughs> like, this isn't mine, dude. Shut up, go collect your paycheck. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Um, but I mean, again, I whether Brady, regardless of what Brady thinks, he's damn near 46 years old, he's not gonna be in the league forever. And I'm not gonna deal with another, we got Brady, and then rebuild again when he's gone in, in a year and a half. Like it, it, it's no team should be looking for, to take a 45 going on 46 year old quarterback. None of them. If you've already got him, keep him sure. But none of no one should be going out going. We want an aging quarterback who we will have to replace in, in a couple of years, max.
0: Exactly. And,
2: and new England shouldn't. It, it he shouldn't, unless it's saying understood. We got one year. We're going for it all. Bring back everybody, and let's go for this damn thing. Uh, and then Zappy Zappy comes back <laughs> and takes over for for the future. Who? What? You know, totally wildly hypothetical scenario. But I feel like that would be a type of scenario that would have to occur. Seems rough the
1: 49ers. You draft the young kids, let the young kid play, then you sit the young kid, let the established guy come in, let you go back to the younger kid.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Work for San Francisco, why can't work for New England? (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of San Francisco, I saw this uh, this week, after this week's games. Someone, I don't remember who, had them in their power rankings as the best team in the NFL, number one of 32. So let me ask this: Who's the best team in NFL?
0: It it's it's, oof,
2: it's tough. They've they've got. I don't know what the statistics say, but they've got to have, if not the best, like the top three defense.
1: They are the only team in NFL allowing under three hundred yards per game.
2: Well, there's there's at least one best of stat. Um, uh, but, and their offense is clearly flowing. I mean, it's been, it has, it's definitely on fire now. Um, and Pody's a good reason too. Uh, he's looking to be the fifth quarterback in NFL history to start their career 4-0. Uh, the most recent one of of them being Ben Roethlisberger.
1: All the whoa, that's going back a while. hmm And um, again, that Steelers team went fifteen and one. Yeah. So, good <laughs> game, good team.
2: <laughs> so, they they'll they got McCaffrey. Uh, Debo, Samuel uh, coming Debo, back. Debo Samuel's coming back. They'll uh, they're rolling. Um, George Kittle at
1: tight
2: end. K- oh, Kittle is having a year. What well, is statistically or just having fun, one way or another, this man's having a year. Yeah, like mm. I, you could just, you can see it. He is having a grand old time. Then you've got Bo and and the Bengals on a, on a massive roll. You got Josh Allen company figuring everything out and and correcting some wrongs. Um minus a few plays, probably only have two losses, uh, you know, one or two losses. Um the problem is the defense can't stay healthy with a lick, but when they're on the field, Vaughn when Von Middle is there, he he oh, things are opened up on uh-huh. that defense. Um uh, they're they're focused on him. Everyone else can make a play, right? He's he's so they need they need him they they need him back. Um, Kansas City Chiefs, you can't write the Kansas City Chiefs off. The, the Chiefs, that yeah, they're they're never out of it at this point. Uh, even even when we originally thought they will last year, they they brought themselves back into it. This year, they've just not been out of it. I don't yeah. think there's been a piece where you've thought to you've thought, oh yeah, they're they're slipping, something's wrong. No. like Minnesota they've just be. been they've been gelling the whole time. The
1: the Vikings can't forget them. They're eleven and zero in one score games this year. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get into a close game; you will lose.
2: Exactly. If
1: you if you to meet the Vikings, you're gonna blow them the hell out.
2: Yeah, so it's and and the Vikings have already beaten the uh, the Bills because Allen couldn't throw it to anybody not named the Minnesota Vikings in the end zone that game. Uh,
1: what a wonderful day that was!
2: It was fun. I toned it on just to, just to see the last two plays of the game, <laughs> to see them pick it off and seal the game away. <laughs> uh, I came in at
1: the start of like the last part of the fourth quarter last start of overtime, and I was not disappointed.
0: hmm.
2: It's uh, I mean, there's a lot of good. It's it's really hard to pick. A top team for me There's so There's so many that are just on a roll. All, but what I can confidently say is, it ain't the Philadelphia Eagles. I was
1: gonna say, notice who we didn't say,
2: <laughs> like, notice who I, was omitted from this list. It's like it, it ain't the Eagles. I'm sorry you you put the Eagles. You give me the Eagles. Uh, anybody against the Eagles in that list we just named, and the Eagles will be knocked out of the playoffs immediately. Well, in the NFC side, obviously uh, they're not making the Super Bowl. Um, so and and put them up against either of the AFC teams if they happen to make the Super Bowl, and they will get beaten by them. Um, and it's just it's just how it is.
1: I'm going to say the 49ers are the best team in the NFL, although I agree with everything you just said. But I'm going to say the 49ers, and the reason is because of the rotating door of quarterbacks that they've had, and they've <laughs> not missed a single beat. Yeah. Yeah, and, absolutely. Like, it's, it's like the defense is good enough to, to win them games by themselves. All the offense has to do is just show up and not screw it up. Like, hey, don't mess it up. Okay, boss. Okay, we're good. We won the game. That's it. That's the that's, that's 49ers. So I would say the 49ers just because, like, here's the thing. Garoppolo and Trey Lance are coming back this year. It's Brock Purdy's team. But if for whatever reason, you know, like, I trust Brock Purdy with this team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I trust this team with like Brock Purdy, but like if Trey Lance were to step back in there, like okay, they they can still win games. I'm not a big Trey Lance guy, but they've proven they can win. Yeah, like Garoppolo, we're good. All he does is win.
2: It's a perfect it, it's a perfect example of depth. Yes, on a team like not just depth for the sake of depth, depth for the sake of skill. <laughs> and everyone we all thought John Lynch was crazy.
1: <laughs> turns out he thought he kind of had a plan no one knew what it was at the time but he had a plan one way or another he was going to have a
2: quarterback mm-hmm. he, like, he got three he got two of them and maybe three of them if we see a healthy Trey Lance you might see an actual offer yeah you might see an actual offer for, for Garoppolo or just straight up cutting him because, I mean, Garoppolo didn't do poorly either. Oh. So he clearly maintained his, well, whatever wealth he had.
1: Here's the thing. Before he got injured, they were talking about a new contract for next year.
2: Yeah, they were.
1: So it's like they clearly liked him enough. Like, okay, he, he actually played. What are we are talking about? Okay. Someone's getting traded. That's
0: all
1: I can say. <laughs> yeah. he to Garoppolo's leaving. And, and here's the thing. Like, I don't know that it can be done. But part of me says sign Garoppolo to a cheap-ass deal and then trade him. Get 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 that money off the book, but also get some picks back for him. I yeah. don't know if that can be done, though. That's an NBA thing, get sign and trade. But even then, I don't know. Someone's someone's getting a damn good quarterback. That's all I can tell
2: you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... I mean, Jimmy G is... Is an upper mid tier quarterback, lower top tier quarterback. Honestly, he, were he, it not for injuries, he'd be
1: a, a, a solid mid upper tier quarterback.
2: Yes, like, he's proven it. He, he's yes. proven he can get things done. I mean, he he didn't expect to be playing this season effectively, and he throws back in. He's ready to go. He's he, he, if nothing else, he, he's shown he's able to show. He's committed to where he's at. Yes. He's committed committing to helping. He's committing to doing what he needs to do.
1: He's a gamer. It's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. The guy just shows up and plays. And here's the thing. To those of you who don't like Garoppolo, get over it. He wins. You don't need to be this dynamic Patrick Mahomes quarterback to win the NFL.
2: Nope. I mean, again, the, look at...
1: The GOAT it... is not dynamic.
2: Nope. Look at Ryan Tannehill, again, yeah. generally doing the job while King Henry runs everybody over. All you have to do is be smart with the football and command your team. That's all you need to be as a quarterback. And if you're anything more, so be it. That's great.
0: Yeah. There's,
2: again, Mahome's annoyingly good yeah. because he does it all. He commands the team. He absolutely loves what he does. He's a magician to say to say the least. It, it, but you don't have to be that. No. Now, if you are, you're getting paid Mahomes money. <laughs>
1: yes. Now speaking <laughs> of someone who could very well get paid Mahomes money, Joseph Burrow showed up in New England and he shows violence that first half.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The Patriots did in the second half, but he did the first half. So what you make of this game? Now here's the thing: before I, before you answer, let's just point this out. We both thought the Patriots were going to lose this game. None of us thought they won the game, but and we both said, "Like, look, we're going to lose. When I'm making the playoffs, uh, we get to jump on Burrow's bandwagon."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So we we're not as disappointed as we probably should be because I have a man crush on Joe Burrow, and I'm not afraid <laughs> to admit it. And you like him, so talk about my man for me.
2: Well. You know, he he threw two interceptions. The fact that they picked him off twice, one of them going for a a, a return, uh, was insane enough. But let's just talk about the fact that this man threw 52 passes and was still 80% efficient. If you have to throw that many passes, you're, you're rarely ever that efficient. And boy, was he efficient. And 375 yards, just... Wow,
1: <laughs> and yet his team barely quick by. Mm-hmm. We're a nut for a fumble on like the sixth yard line. They were lost that game.
2: Yeah, and you know, just yeah. Still, that's should- still. Ex- I expected disappointment, and I was still disappointed. Who <laughs> should be more disappointed,
1: <laughs> Patriots fans that they lost the game? What Bengals fans, if they let the Patriots back in the game, and damn near lost it,
0: Mm -hmm. it,
2: I, I, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Cincy because there was a lot of mistakes that made clearly to effectively piss away a 22 point lead and and a blowout i mean again new england we we knew they weren't going to win but it, it, it's it's not surprising how it ended considering that's just consistently how it's ended all season it's felt like and two straight games have ended in such a heartbreaking fashion Where are a, a, a turnover oval and the last possible second has lost them the game. Um so, it's just sad that it's nothing new. Yeah. Uh, and it hurts to have to say that. Since on the other hand, they can look at that that Joe Burrow can look at that pick six, he can look at that other interception. The 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 defense can look at what they messed up to to let New England move down the field uh, and yeah. And take advantage of on the second half, they can get better from it. New England won't get better from this. They'll As, say it, but they uh, won't.
1: is the thing the Patriots might have to. And here's yeah. why. I watched the game. You, in, in a weird quirk of NFL scheduling, were not able to watch this game.
2: Yeah. Uh, that, yeah, very weird.
1: I get it, but it's still weird. Uh, here's what happened. The, the Marcus Jones pick six sparked the Patriots in the second half mm-hmm. but what really changed things off was when both tight ends went down and they couldn't line up in double tight formation on the ball anymore they at that point they kind of started throwing it deep not because Patricia wanted to because he had no choice and that's when it opened up The Patriots have become so predictable run the middle, screen pass or Max running for his life that's yeah. it. That's the Patriots' offense up until both tight ends went down. And mm-hmm. here's the thing: I don't want you. You don't want to lose players, but it's like, look, if Hunter Henry and John New Smith miss this next game against the Dolphins, it, it might be what changes this thing. I mean, it really might. And look, the Dolphins will get there in a second, but they're not going to have Tua. This is a game that's there for the taking. Teddy Bridgewater is not bad, but he's not Tua to Tagovailoa. He's lost yeah. the Patriots, I'm pretty sure. At some point, <clears throat> this game's in New England. Mm-hmm. You've got something that works for you offensively last week. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right? Exactly. Let's, that's the, let's open up the offense. Let's let Mac throw it deep. Let's do some things down the field. Down the field means more than 10 yards, not a seven yard out.
2: Yeah. Exactly. I mean, and the sad thing is Henry and Smith both are capable and have already done uh, downfield plays like they're able to open it up. So it's, 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 it just further shows like they can and should do it. No, it shouldn't be trying to push it 40 yards down for every play, but you have the ability to do it. Use the damn plays.
1: We already so Patricia knows where the players are on the place to use calling.
2: Him yeah. Until he has to.
0: Exactly. I, mean,
1: I, I never thought I would sit here wishing two players were out through the injury. But quite frankly, the way it stood last week, if both tight ends missed, they have a better chance of winning the game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We never would have thought that? Because remember when they signed Johnny Smith and Hunter hundred Henry we were like we can go back to Gronkowski and Hernandez, we can go to tight end, we can do whatever. We like and Mac is a great, a really good quarterback. We think we're in shape, yeah. we're in business, and a lot of people like to sit on Johnny Smith, which is wrong because he's done things even it doesn't show up in the stat sheet. And yeah, people are like, well, my fantasy team. I don't care about your like, name, fantasy team. We're here to win football. Let's games. be real
2: here. If you pick up a tight end in fantasy, expecting him to make a difference, you're just wrong anyway. Unless it's tra- uh, Kelsey or Kittle, you, or maybe Andrews.
1: Yeah, he saved my ass a few yeah, times
2: this year. it's like those are the only three that are that are excusable. To pick up and be like, yeah, they're going to be a game changer. Otherwise, you're not picking up, especially not a New England quarterback, not named uh, uh, quarterback, yeah, at this point quarterback, but tight ends <laughs> not named Rob Gronkowski. You're yeah. not getting a tight end that's making a difference yeah. on the stat fantasy stat sheet. But you know people are going to go like, well, my fantasy team, we're here to win <clears throat> real games.
1: It's like office. I can see the drool. Fantasy it's... is supposed to be fun. Yeah. It's not supposed to be taken like a life to death situation like the real games are. Exactly. Some people, man. Like, Glenn, I'm in my fantasy final this week for the championship. I'm going to be watching intently, but guess what? If I lose this weekend, I'm going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Okay? Like, it's not going to ruin my life.
2: And, and here I am playing for fifth place. But you know what? It's a salvage of what, I, what the season had been. Yeah, there you go. Hey, but if it's any consolation to me, in my other league, I'm in the semifinal, so I just gotta hope someone doesn't crap the bed. <laughs> it's your team. Don't,
1: yeah. don't don't go betting on it, my friend.
2: <laughs> yeah, i I looked at I looked at the 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 situation, and I was like, "Yep, Devontae Adams is not going to be on the roster for this one. Nope." Not Uh -uh. gonna take that chance, and that's not gonna be his fault either. Now, watch, he has like 200
1: yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, Uh, uh, here's here's the crazy thing. Here's the crazy thing on Devontae Adams. Normally, you see this happening when a team is mathematically eliminated. The Raiders are still mathematically in the playoffs picture, yeah, and they've given now, granted, it's like a less than one percent chance. But still, they have a chance. Mm-hmm. If, if everything goes right, they could be in. Yep. they've been like, okay, get, get 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 Derek Carr out of here. What is this?
0: How yep. What is this? Absolutely. <laughs>
1: Now moving on to the Patriots and Dolphins. As I mentioned, Tua will be out, likely out for the Patriots game. Not confirmed yet, but it looks like Teddy Bridgewater is in line to start for the Dolphins against the Patriots. So the number one question is how much does that change things?
2: It it definitely helps for sure. I mean, and that's again, that's not to crap on Bridgewater, but I I still Not sure how much I'm sold on to her, but he definitely changes that team. I mean, this season, again, he's not, he's been quite good this season. So, um, I mean, his accuracy's been not so great. He's like lower 60%, but he's got a lot of yards and he's not thrown too many interceptions. Uh, The only thing against him, which isn't his fault, is that he's concussed to hell in fact. <laughs>
1: again, not his
2: fault. Not his fault. <laughs> um, but again, they, they Miami's defense is not wonderful. They've got some good players that can make plays, but they're not a wonderfully cohesive unit. The Patriots' offense isn't
1: wonderful,
2: and the Patriots' offense isn't wonderful. So you got it's it's a battle of the. It's a battle of the who can be a little less shitty today. I was gonna say who sucks <laughs>
1: less. That's the that's the game. Who sucks less? Mm. Does,
0: it,
1: does it does it concern you that the Dolphins have lost now four in a row? And, and normally you'd be thinking, okay, great, but th- this team is too good to keep losing, right? Like it it it's, it it mm. is, isn't it? It it's too mm-hmm. it. They're setting themselves up to have the exact same thing happen, like it reversed last year. They got an awful start and then rebounded late before Flores got fired. Yeah. Now they're in that hot start, cooling off down the stretch. Honestly, I'm scared shitless fact they've lost four games in a row because I know they're <laughs> gonna get it right at some point.
0: Hmm.
2: Yeah. It. it but I, I. just feel like it's. It's a lot harder to get it right when now you've got to. A- been a guy who's not had uh who's not had a whole lot of time in the season
1: but but he's also a professional quarterback he's also, yeah. in the NFL.
2: Oh, exactly. Yeah. He he's he he's, he's 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 had the benefit of sitting there and observing what's been wrong. He he's had the benefit of learning from everybody else's mistakes.
1: And let us not forget. He has Hill. mm Mhm. He has Jalen Waddle. He has Raheem Mustard. He's got the tight end. I can't think of his name at the moment. Gasicki. Gasecki, uh, Yes. They've got dudes on that he, offense.
2: Yeah, they got the weapons. It's it's just yeah. Can, are you gonna take advantage of them? And can New England do put any damper on them whatsoever? Um, we'll have to see. I mean, the defense is is. The defense, parts of it, is alive. Right, there are young guys there who are making big plays all the time, and D Max get a hand in there every now and then to sell, showing them the old dog still uh, can still uh, play. So, it, it it's, I mean, it it's gonna have to just be the defense is gonna have to. The defense is going to have to be the, the the crutch. You're going to have to lean on them, and the offense got to sit there and take what they what they're given, and and do something with it.
1: You're going to have to turn this team over. Like that's as simple as that. We everyone says that turnovers are, are keep, turnovers are what's coming in this game.
0: Mm-hmm. If
1: you don't turn the Dolphins over, forget it. Yeah. I, I, I hate to say it, quite frankly, if we're being honest, you probably need two turnovers to feel really good about it.
0: Mm-hmm. And even
1: then with the Patriots offense, you don't feel good about anything until the game's over. And then you go, okay, we won.
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> Let's go around the NFL. Let's look at some of the games that were over the holiday weekend and games to come over another holiday weekend. First we started off in New York, New actually in New Jersey as you like to say, with the Jaguars beating the Jets nineteen to three. Bigger deal. The Jaguars beating the AFC South right now, or the Jets moving on from Zach Wilson after the season after this performance tonight. Or not um, tonight,
2: last week. I, I think we all knew that the Jets will finished with Wilson after the original fiasco. Um, so yeah, I'm absolutely entirely surprised that the Jags are sitting atop their division. Here's the thing. If the Jags
1: win out, they win the AFC South. Uh huh. They have the Texans and the Titans left. Imagine that, a 9-8 Jaguars team after the debacle that was Urban Meyer last year. They yep. could be 9-8 winning the division, getting a home playoff game.
2: Yeah. Whoever would have no, that would not have called that at all.
1: Crazy things. Bills beat the Bears 35-13 to win the AFC East. Significant.
2: Um, I mean it just solidifies they're still the guys to chase. They're still the kings of the division and they're not letting up anytime soon.
1: No. Also kiss him in line for a one seat. That's the bigger deal here.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You tell me someone wants to go to Buffalo in January. No, thank you. Planted the inches of snow.
0: <sighs> Chiefs
1: beat the Seahawks. 24-10. to Big deal for the can- Kansas City of the All-Ireland Division. You're just playing for a one seed. Or are we starting to get a little worried about Seattle now falling to 7-8? and eight?
2: Um, the, the wheels have fallen off just a little bit. Uh, more than just a little bit because they've lost three straight now. Two of them were to really solid teams, the other one was to the Panthers, uh, who uh, also to, to give them credit have woken up just a little bit here in the last couple of weeks. But, uh, I mean, the, the the fact that they were as close as they were with the Niners was impressive, it was 21 13, uh, but no one no one expected them to go in and, and, and to to head and come out with a victory. No. Uh but they 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 clearly still got some things to figure out. Um let's see what was the um and Gino was all white right, statistically at least you know without me having literally watched the game. Um the running game existed, which is more to be said from well, West rest of the season.
1: 107 yards.
2: Yeah. It took him so 26
1: that's... carries to get there, but still 107 yards.
2: Exactly. Um, it's just, uh, I mean, the defense, what do you expect him to do when Pat Mahomes is on the other side?
1: Yeah, all he did is go 16 of 28 for 224 yards, two touchdowns.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, he wasn't particularly accurate, but what he hit got somewhere.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, when a, if you can get twenty points on sixteen, uh, sixteen completions? You're you're getting a chunk at a time. Mm-hmm. Vikings beat the Giants on a sixty-one yard field goal. Now, I saw this stat the other day. There have been six kicks to get to win the game of sixty-one yards in NFL history. Half have been against the Giants. <laughs>
2: Wow. That is some depressing stat for a Giants fan. But should I be, and again, the Vikings
1: 11-0 in one score games. 11 of their 12 wins have been one score games. So, should I be more excited as a Viking fan, they won yet again in this fashion. Or should I be more encouraged as a Giants fan that, you know what, we're hanging with these really good teams, and we're not getting our rear ends kicked.
2: <laughs> I I think the the problem with being the problem if you're Giants being happy with that is that you started the season five and zero. Oh. But they've um, only
1: won like four games the past two years. Yeah, progress no matter how yeah.
2: No, no, for sure they they're still progressing, but you still gotta be like, what the hell. Um, but it's the Vikings that are changing the narrative of, of what they've been seen as over the last few years. Even, even if they have been all white, you know, they've still been looked at as a joke because you knew that if they were playing on primetime, they weren't going anywhere. Um, so the fact that they're making the big plays when it counts is, is a testament to them. Of just, and uh, also to Kirk Cousins for figuring out whatever the hell it was about uh, uh, Primetime that had him shit in the bed every single week.
1: Could it really (laughs) have been as simple as just chasing the head coach to an offensive minded guy?
2: Apparently it was. I mean, it also doesn't, when you've got when you've got uh, the weapons that they have uh, and to have someone who, who can clearly appreciate that, it Let's just think about this. But Adam
1: Thielen is your number two or number three guy.
0: he
2: mm-hmm. got a damn good offense. Yeah. Especially when just two years ago, he was the dude. Yeah. We
1: mm-hmm. Is
0: that?
1: Oh, goodness me. It's not even nine. You now I'm already on. That's not good. <laughs> uh... Staying in the a in the NFC North, the Lions lost to the Panthers in Charlotte. Str- the Should I be more? Can, should I be more excited that the Panthers? Excuse me, bigger win to the Panthers, net they keep their division title hopes alive, or bigger loss to the Lions chasing a wild card birth?
0: Well, the
2: Lions had, had things on a roll, so to come out here and lose. Uh, that, that's got to put a damper on things, but I'm also wouldn't be as concerned because you've got Dan Campbell as your head coach, and he knows how to fire you guys back up and get you on the right track. I mean, he fully, he outright admitted, right, right on the field, y'all kicked our our asses. He should have said, it. He, he said, the, the, what an ass whooping. Let's go, and you know, walked, it went on their way. Um, he'll straighten it out. They still got a shot with him. Um, but so it's good for the Panthers because they, they're what? Eh, yeah, three of the last four, and they only lost by eight to the Steelers. So they, but now they got to go face the Bucks, which again, generally isn't that bad, but they are a little a little angrier, a little little more of a worry to come up and face them now in the last few weeks. Uh but it definitely gives them some and, motivation.
1: And, and here's the thing that game's in Tampa. Uh, mm-hmm. the Bucks have played very well at home. They've not played well at home. They have done very well at home. Yeah. Texans so- go in. Oh sorry
2: say, who's the Lions got next? Anyway,
1: we'll get there. Yeah, we'll gotcha. There.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, there we Texan,
1: are. Texans, Texans go into Nashville and beat the Titans. I called it. Uh.
2: Mhm.
1: Are we worried about the Titans now?
2: Yeah, I mean this just proved that they they just they turned on autopilot and and laid back in their in their uh in their seat and then. Now that the the Tesla has started driving off the road, they're they're going whoa! Like they, they really just are, they will.
1: You really are a poor man, totally wrong, man. <laughs> You really
2: are. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they should. They should one hundred percent be 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 worried because it it really does. They've just been coaxing along, they just been this entire season, and now that they get a little opposition from the Texans of all teams. Uh, They go, we don't know what, we don't want anything to do with it. Just take, take it and go.
1: Should Mike Rabel be worried for his job with the new GM coming
2: in? Uh, If you can't get your team motivated to, to put up a fight against the Houston Texans of all teams, you should be, you should be under some scrutiny and you should be trying to figure out how you can fix that. Do I expect him to be ousted? No, but I would think that if, uh, that with the new with the new GM, they'd be looking at him going, alright, you got one year to prove to me why you deserve to keep this job.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cowboys beat the Eagles 40-34 in Dallas. Dallas. Uh, does this confirm what we thought about the Eagles, that they're not that good because they couldn't go in with Gordon Minstrum in that game? As Now that seems really harsh, but again, we just talked about it with San Francisco. Any quarterback you throw out there, they still
2: win. The Eagles lost this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they were... Whether it was Hotz or Minshew or whoever else at the helm, I was under the full belief that the Cowboys would be one of the teams that would put up the biggest fight towards the end of the year uh, against them to really challenge their... their Comfort being, you know, at the time a one loss team. Um, so it, 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 yeah, I think it solidifies that. Um, I, I don't think that the 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 outcome would have been any different if Hotz was on the field. I really don't.
1: Can't disagree with you there. Steelers beat the Raiders. And I called this one, too, because of the emotion. Mm-hmm. 13-10. Keep their playoff hopes alive. They didn't eliminate the Raiders, but they came awfully close. So, how big a win is this for those in Pittsburgh?
0: Uh,
2: very. <laughs> very. Because uh, now you got to go and, and duke it out with, with uh, Baltimore. But you're still and...
1: alive in the playoff mix. Mm-hmm. And the loss would have eliminated you.
2: Yep. You've got that, you've got you've got things to, to build on going against a game that we all know is going to be a bloodbath, because it always is. Uh, I mean, bloodbath, not because they're going to get beaten, it's because these two teams beat the ever-loving crap out of each other, no matter what the score is. Yes. Uh, and boy, is it just fun to watch.
1: Mm-hmm. And here's the thing, the Steelers have the Browns to end the year, and the Ravens have the Bengals. I think it's Cincinnati. The Ravens mm-hmm. have, both Cincinnati and Baltimore left of the playoffs, but the Ravens, I guess, can win the division still, depending on how things go. It's a big game for both these teams and it's a game that the Steelers are in desperation mode. But the Steel but the Steelers have and look, you're not gonna overlook anyone in the NFL. But if the Steelers win this game, I, I would take it to beat the Browns. I'll take it to beat the Browns anyway. Mm-hmm. But most certainly, if they win this game, and Mike Tomlin could pull off not having a uh, losing season on his resume. Yeah. Still. I mean, that's crazy as a the thing, like, they're not out of it. They're really not. As long as I, like, if I would have told you two games to go in the season, the Steelers have that chance to not have a losing season, you'd have gone, uh, what?
2: Excuse me, so? Uh,
1: what do you want? But here it is, proving once again my can coach. Mm-hmm. As if I need any
0: more proof. <laughs> exactly.
1: Packers beat the Dolphins on Christmas Day. In doing so, they keep themselves alive in the playoff race. They also knocked the Dolphins back to 8-7. and seven. So, let me ask you this. How big a win is this for Green Bay?
2: Uh, very, because again, they've been just absolutely lethargic all year. So it's it, very nice for them. Uh, I, frankly, I wish both teams could have just not showed up and they would have both been given a loss because I couldn't have cared less. But simply, the the only solace is that it helps the Patriots' chances. Um, whether I want to see them there or not, it helps their chances. And I can't argue with that. <laughs> but I've, i I would have been just about as happy if I would have seen uh, an Aaron Rodgers a sad face in the ground photo, you know, like they do with the to be dramatic.
1: You all we have to do to keep in this playoffs is beat Minnesota and Detroit. That's it.
0: Good luck with that.
2: So yeah. It's like, it's like, say that that's that's just easy that's, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but no I mean, see they, they've got a challenge to to, to do uh, they've got a challenge
1: Ravens beat the Broncos 51-14 and if that wasn't bad enough for the Broncos Russell Wilson got called out by Patrick Starr on live broadcast television
2: <laughs> now that I missed
1: I'll send you the video later uh, it's absolutely wild. Patrick, Nickelodeon, as part of this this new NFL contract, being a Viacom uh, uh, channel station thing, uh, with, uh, which is owned by CBS Viacom, Viacom CBS, actually. Uh, so, any game that CBS does, they can't do something like this. They don't do a playoff game, probably, in the same matter. They had a, a broadcast gear to kids by Errol Nickelodeon of this game. And they had Patrick Starr, the voice of Bill How Fagerba- however you pronounce his name.
2: Mm-hmm. Fager,
1: however, however you want to go about it, I say Fagrebaki, that's just me. Uh, uh, he was doing, com- he was like, they had Patrick animating on the screen, but then he would provide the voice live as, like, as he was watching the game. Mm-hmm. Like, that's an interception or whatever, just, you know, just... During mm-hmm. what Patrick Newman does but like
2: No, it, this is Patrick.
1: Yes. Dash he did that bit too. <laughs> yeah. And it's just it, it's funny, but if you're like come on, you can't have an animated character, an animated dumbass at that, uh calling you out on national TV.
2: <laughs> what what exactly was the uh the the call out? Now I'm really
1: curious. He Russell was picked and I think Patrick said something about it.
2: <laughs> See, it goes to the other guys.
1: Something like that. I have to. I don't remember exactly, but I watched it because I didn't watch that broadcast. I watched the CBS broadcast, but I saw a video clip of it later. Uh, <laughs> but I don't remember what it exactly. Is, so I have to go back and look at that. But uh, let's just say this: this game meant nothing. Both teams were out of it, but Broncos bad.
2: Broncos very bad.
1: So bad they fired the head coach the day afterwards. <laughs>
2: It was quite literally a battle of who could suck less, and the Rams won that one very handedly.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Um, yeah.
1: Let's talk about our boy Nate Hackett, because uh, he becomes... Now, this is the thing. Like, Urban Meyer didn't last his first season in the NFL, more so for off-the-field stuff, like kicking your kicker. Uh-huh. Uh-huh more so than the on-the-field, were awful. Nate Hackett just, this team was not good. Yeah. And here's here's what, before, the we've had more, before Urban Meyer got fired mid-first season last year, it hadn't happened for like 40 years. And the NFL coach had not been fired in season for like 40 years. Wow. In their, in their, first, did, in their first season.
2: I had not realized that.
1: It's incredibly wow. rare for a guy not to at least get a full season. Mm-hmm. And this is the first on-field merit firing for that reason.
0: Wow,
1: a long time. This tells you how bad it was. And here's That it does. Here's my, here's my question: Who who wants to? Who would want this job? <laughs> and here's the thing: Who would like? What I'm about to say to you is going to sound absolutely crazy, but it's absolutely true. Who would want to work with Russell Wilson as your quarterback? <laughs> I,
2: I, I would not want that job, and I wouldn't want to touch it with a ten-foot pole. I, I don't know how much money you could pay me to take it, but you you might have to you might have to make me the richest man on the planet to want to have to deal with that bullshit.
1: I'd have to go downtown in the downtown Denver, buy up every weed store there was, and be roasted on the sideline before I took that
0: job. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: At this point, there is no part of that organization anyone should want to have to deal with.
1: And by the way, even though he's no longer the GM, you've got John Elway hanging over you.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: John Elway, and some Walmart heiress, or heiresses, or 97 people associated with Walmart. They're everywhere.
1: <laughs> and a Formula One driver.
2: Yeah. That I would probably be able to deal with the Formula One driver more so than anybody else. <laughs> but like, hey, car, go <laughs> cargo room. Get out of here. Very
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <we're> good.
1: <laughs> Let's see <laughs> who, who all owns this team. Let us find out who
2: all owns this team. Probably BlackRock at some extent. No, <laughs> uh,
1: that's, a, that's a joke because yeah. their
2: hands are everywhere. Yeah, I don't get that, but
1: uh, you are more cultured than I. <laughs> so that shouldn't shock anyone.
0: Uh, but, but, but.
1: Oh, okay. It's Rob Walton, Carrie Walton, Carrie Walton Penner, Greg Penner, Melody Hobbs, and Condoleezza Rice, and Lewis Hamilton.
2: That's right. Condoleezza Rice is involved. <laughs> to be fair. Not about that. If
1: Condoleezza Rice told you to do something, I'm damn well doing it. <laughs> <clears throat> so, <laughs> like, if you know, she says something, you need to say, yes, ma'am, and do it. <laughs> Bucks beat the Cardinals 19-16 in overtime. I don't care about this game other than the fact that Tom Brady almost lost to a guy making his first career start in Trace McStorley. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady has the mo- has has the most starts in NFL history. And the last two times the Bucks gone on the road, they've lost to and almost lost to a guy making his first career start. That's gotta be a little bit concerning, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, it just further proves my point. Who wants to sit there and deal with a quarterback that old? I don't care who you're. Pretty much. It's like the young. The, it, it's it, it's uh it's the scene from SpongeBob to relay back to Nick. How many times <laughs> do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? Oh, uh, such lovely people. I
0: love the young people. Now. <laughs> <Aww. laughs>
2: It's, right. like, it's like, oh, I have seven Super Bowl wings. Yeah, let's get you back home, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> you got
1: a more modern meme.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, goodness. Um. Oh, okay, here's the thing, though. Uh, what's more concerning is that you lost to a team. Teen- now, granted, Kyler's not out there. But Kyler and Cliff aren't getting along right now, and the Cardinals run their third-string quarterback. They're all eliminated. The J.J. Watt's The GM is on medical leave, we can't hold back against him. Everyone has medical problems, uh, to some extent. Uh, but that's an organization by all accounts in disarray. And here you are, the Bucks. Presumably, your aim was the Super Bowl, and you almost lost to them. Problem. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. Problem.
1: The Los Angeles Chargers, because it's the playoff for the first time in the Justin Turbitt era. I also Justin it feels like, that's not right. In the Justin <laughs> Turbitt era. Uh, big deal?
2: Yes. For one, if, if for no other reason than I had not realized that at all. I mean, I knew that they didn't make it last year because they had just missed the uh, but I had not realized that they didn't make it uh the other year. Was it the other yeah. year? Was it one or two years before I didn't realize that. Uh I knew th- I I just knew that they won the up when he got that once he got in. Um so yeah, that's 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 big. That's big for them. It's about time.
1: Yeah, it is They're is they're a team that like on the one hand i don't think i want to face him but at the same time i'm like their head coach has shown a has shown a, uh, a and he is not uh, he is not averse taking risks he shouldn't and so yeah. I'm like that can end up costing him i, I don't have a problem with playing the trust in the first round yeah <laughs> i'm waiting on you to screw up dude yep let's move to this week. Thursday night football: Cowboys at the Titans. This is
2: not going to go off of Tennessee, is it? No, no, not at all. Um, then again, the Cowboys have shown they have a uh, a tendency to just shit the bed against teams they have no business shitting the bed to. Uh, but uh, they they really there's there's effectively no weapons other than King Henry you really got to worry about. And you've got two powerhouse running backs as as it is on your side, so you, I think they know how to handle it. <laughs> at least they better. Yeah, they better.
1: Uh, let's see here. You mentioned the who the Lions have. They have the Bears mm-hmm. this weekend. Uh, they bounce back, don't they?
2: I think they can. Yep.
1: Let's see here. Let's see here. Panthers at the Bucks. Uh, if Tampa wins this game, they win the division. Do
2: that. I I think they will. Uh, but I simply because of the fact that they can win it. And now I just sit here going, Panthers, please win. Look <laughs> um,
1: at you writing your own TV show with all the
2: drama. Uh, because j- j- it would be funny, and you know that would guarantee Tampa a losing season. Um, so yeah, let's just just have Carolina spoil it for them. Uh, but I I, I think the Tampa should win it. But I really, 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 really want Carolina to spoil it. <laughs> yeah,
1: me too. Who'd have thought this game would be important, only for one of the two teams? Uh Jaguars and the Texans. Uh does Houston stand in Jacksonville's way or does the uh does the Jaguars train keep going?
2: I I think I think it should be easy work for Jacksonville. It really should. So uh, yeah. I'll give it I'll give it to Jacksonville.
1: I gotta agree with you there. This could end up being a desperation playoff ball with jets at the Seahawks who you like.
2: Uh gimme the Seahawks. Really? Yeah. Uh I mean Mike White uh, should be back. Mike White will be back, but I mean this. This team still, I don't think I still don't think they really know what they are, and Seattle, they should be able to figure it out. I'll give you that. And and I think it'll be a close one. I don't think it'll be too heavy, too heavily one-sided. Um, but I think Seattle can take it.
1: I'll give you that. Vikings at the Packers. Green Bay has to win to keep their playoff hopes alive. Do they?
2: Hmm. No. Eh. I still give it to Vikings. I'm with you there. Um. It's again the. I think it'll be closer than the 23-7 at the beginning of the year, but that doesn't mean that 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 doesn't make it a good thing for Green Bay. As the history you've very, very wonderfully pointed out, uh, close games are not what you want to be in when you're playing Minnesota. No, no, get that, thing,
1: get that thing to nine points or more. Yeah,
2: exactly. Um, so uh, the fact that the, the 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 Vikings, yes, I, they they just had they they got married, had a kid, you know, um. <laughs> The fact that the Packers are even favored in this game surprises me. I mean, really, I have no understanding why, other it's than the fact and that half. it's in Lambeau. But
1: they're saying is they're a half game better than a half point better than Minnesota, just straight up.
2: Yeah, and I just no nope, nope, just I mean it's very clearly wrong. They already lost 16 by 16 to them. Um, that
1: was back in week one, so you can't possibly it? expect me to believe in something that they like played in week one matters. Look <laughs> like the Patriots in Dolphins,
0: right? Yep.
1: The Patriots are 3 points favored against the Dolphins Basically home it's toss up. Yeah. I don't believe that, but okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, it it certainly should not be a uh, a hey we we can't make a decision give them home field advantage points. It, it, this this Vikings team is a different team. And that means something this year. That this, means something.
1: This team went into Buffalo and didn't bat an eye and beat the Bills. Mm-hmm. You think they're scared of Lambo?
0: They
2: obliterated the Cowboys.
1: That was in Minnesota, to be fair.
2: Also true. Uh, you know they they've they've been in been in a lot of close games, but again they've. Not made the mistakes that would lose them those games.
1: Let's okay, let's go through the let's go through the Viking schedule here on the road. I wanna make I wanna make a point here. They lost their first real game to the Eagles twenty-four-to-seven. Mm-hmm. Then they beat the Dolphins twenty-four-sixteen. Then they beat the Commanders twenty-seventeen, beat the Bills thirty-three thirty. Uh lost to the Lions thirty-four-twenty-three. Those games, you can beat them on the road, but mm-hmm. you gotta beat them.
0: Yeah,
2: you gotta absolutely beat them. Mm-hmm. Because if they're close, they they've figured out how to fine tune everything in the most important moments. Yes, and that's the most dangerous team you want to be around. That's mm-hmm. that starts reminiscing. Tom Brady in his prime days with the Patriots, if it's close, he's taking you downfield in 15 seconds and you're winning the game.
1: Situational football is the most important kind of football there is. Yep. Steelers at the Ravens. Who wins this good old fashioned bloodbath in the AFC North?
2: Is Jackson back? Or no. is he questionable still?
1: I don't think he'll be back the rest of the season.
2: Because I saw that he was updated to questionable on fantasy and I was like, anyway, because I've got him on my on my alt team. Um, hmm. Let's see here.
1: I'm... Lamar Jackson. Missed. Uh, especially didn't practice. Uh, missing for his 10th straight practice. Still not at practice. Okay. If he's not at practice, I, I, yeah. I very seriously doubt it.
2: Especially when it's Wednesday. Yeah. So yeah, I'll go ahead and chalk it up to him not being there. Um, I mean, honestly, even with him being there, it still might not, it still won't be the biggest thing because it's been very, very weird for them offensively, even with him. But um, I think Baltimore wins it, but close. I'm going to go with the Steelers for
1: no other reason that Mike Tomlin can coach this team.
0: Mm-hmm. Not that fair. John
1: Harbaugh can. Tomlin knows what he's doing. And that defense is legit. I think the Steelers' defense against the Ravens' offense is the, – like, the, the Ravens' defense is better than the Steelers' offense. We know that.
2: Yes, yeah, that, that is true.
1: But I think the Steelers' defense is that much better than the Ravens' offense. And that's what swings the game. A turnover here, yeah. a stop here, that's why I think does it.
2: That's fair. Yeah, I think that's a very fair uh, reasoning.
1: That's one of Monday Night Football. This will be good. Bills at the Bengals.
2: I like that. Who I like wins that and a lot? Why?
0: Hmm. It's
2: it's a one point spread for Buffalo. It's very interesting. Um. <clears throat> It's going to be. Hmm, 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 hmm. Yeah, I'm just gonna say, getting the Bengals.
1: Yep, they're playing at home. are coming off that. They're coming off a game which they won, but they're not feeling all that great about it. I, I just
0: yeah. You've, you, again, you've,
1: you've it's the classic. Don't piss off Brady. Don't piss off
0: Burrow.
2: Yeah. So you've got you've got a, a beaten up defense in the Bills. Um, so you got a lot of young guys that can make a lot of mistakes. Um and the other
1: thing has Jamar Chase.
2: Yep, and, and you got Jamal Chase. <laughs> it's as simple as that. It's like I mean, even without Jamal Chase, they, they seem to be fine. But they've got him and he's dangerous. Um it's it's really at this point, who can play Kleino? Who can play Clio? Because again, like you said, since that, they just came off that game where they got to clean things up, and correct themselves, and Buffalo, how how what did they? The they yeah, and they rolled over the Bears. I mean, but Allen still threw two interceptions and. I would like to know if one of them was in the in the end zone. Uh. See, here's, the, here's the thing about Here's
1: the thing about the Bills. Like, we know the Bills have talent. The Bills yeah. are probably the most talented team in the NFL.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But they've been so up in with how they've played. If you're asking me to give you who is going to be more consistent, I'd say the Bengals. Yeah. I know what I'm getting out of them. I don't know what I'm going to get out of Buffalo. Like the ceiling is really high. Yes, but the floor is also really low.
2: Yeah. It's it's, it's it's a Josh you, Allen mistake away. Right, even if they have the
1: talent to overcome a, a low floor, which they do, There's been games they haven't played all that well, but they won it because they have that much talent in the of the, the team. But like, I I don't think they played that well against the Patriots. The Patriots is just are good. Like that was a twenty four ten game. It could have been a lot worse. Mm-hmm. <clears>
2: It really should have.
1: So, yeah, we, I know the Bills are good, but I don't know what i going to get out of them. And, yes, they have the talent to overcome a bad game, but not here they don't. Give me Cincinnati.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you got – it's really – I mean, they're, they're playing for effectively the number one seed right now. I mean, if Cincinnati wins, they they take number one. As they as of now, right? They they, they hold the number one seed. Like they have that, that tiebreaker over Kansas City. Yeah, so that they've got a whole heck of a lot to to fight for. Plus, no one's Cincinnati hasn't claimed the North yet, have they? No. So Cincinnati's got a lot to fight for. Buffalo's already claimed their their high division title and in, in a playoff spot. Now it's just can we keep number one and but Cincinnati's like we got number one to chase and we got the division title to chase. Now wouldn't this be
1: now wouldn't this be something? If the Bills get a number one seed they win out, but when they get like fifty inches of snow in the week of the AFC Championship, you're know, move to the AFC Championship you can either back a day or they move out of town. Wouldn't that be something?
0: Yeah. Yes, one be... year
1: they get it's so the one year and always snows in Buffalo and it's always a blizzard. <laughs> <sighs> Let's turn our focus to the college breaks. Now we'll start with WVU. Uh, they lost a key part of the staff as Graham Harrell leaves West Virginia for Purdue. Uh, how big a deal is this?
2: So he woke up just a, just a small bit.
1: How big a deal is losing Graham Harrell to Purdue?
2: Um I I it sucks because because you've gotta you've gotta get another guy in, you've gotta establish another system, but at the same time it's like you were already effectively Building from the ground up, anyway. So, is it going to be any different? I so I'm very conf- I'm very. Cl- I don't. I didn't necessarily want him gone either. Like I didn't expect him to be gone. So I guess it's more of a wow, he's gone, rather than a oh crap, damn it, he's gone. So I'm. Uh... Yeah, I'm very, I don't know.
1: The on-the-field stuff isn't as big a deal to me as it is the off-the-field stuff. And I mean that, what I mean by that is that, look, no disrespect to Purdue, okay? I, I, I have no ill will towards them. I mean, my God, their logo is a freaking train, okay? I can't, by my nature, I can't hate Purdue. It's just not possible. But... The fact that Purdue is a be- is perceived as a better football opportunity than West Virginia is concerning. Yeah, that's where this becomes a bad thing. It's not that I don't like Purdue. This, I mean, like I said, If you're in my, you you're good in my book forever. Like I'll root for you as long as you're not playing us. We're good. But. It's not a better football spot in West Virginia. Oh, wait, it is. They played the Big Ten Championship game. West Virginia missed the bowl game. Mm-hmm. That's the bad part. It shows you how far this program has fallen. And that's what that's what it hurts. I don't know that really losing it. I don't know that losing him matters all that much on the field. Because, again, you're dealing with a pretty much young kid still in Garrett Green and, and a young kid. On all accounts, and Nico Marquio, not that big a deal. Big a deal that you've lost a guy to where he goes. I'd rather go live in West Lafayette, Vietnam than I would West Virginia. I bet West Lafayette's a nice town. But they shouldn't be stealing guys from WVU.
0: Yeah.
2: Since we're also in college, uh, Kansas and Arkansas in overtime right now. Ooh, the Liberty Bowl. Kansas apparently made a big comeback to do so too, and they're then mm. covering an onside kick. Oh boy! So it looks like they're going to double overtime.
1: Oh, this would be fun. Uh, so, um, and, and here's the thing: I've actually been to West Lafayette, like in the town. I had a, I had, I want to know what you think about this. I, I, I think, I think Dad saw it on TV. And then he told me, or I saw it on TV. And that's, I don't remember how it came about knowing it. But there's a restaurant in there called the Triple X. And they serve, they, they make their own root beer, uh, mm. number one. And it was really good. But I had it with, this is why I want to know what you think. A hamburger with peanut butter on it.
2: I've always told myself if I had the opportunity, I'd try it, so...
1: I tried it and it, I liked it. Like it was really good. It was crunchy peanut, butter, but it wasn't over the top. <clears throat> it melted with the bun and the burger. It was really. It wasn't too much. It was just right. And that home and that house made root beer. I, if I'm in West Lafayette again, I'm going. I'm going in there again. <laughs> and I'm doing it. And by I, I yelling, enjoy
0: good root beer.
1: <laughs> hey, here's the thing. We're going to get off topic here for a second because we got ourselves started on root beer. It, is root beer a kid's drink?
2: I've never heard it classified as such. So I've, I'm going to say no say that. That. thank you.
1: I've, I've seen people get mad that root beer is like, if you drink that, you're just a child. It's, it's a kid's drink. It's not real. It's like.
0: Okay. I mean, kids
2: drink all sodas. Should Should we just classify all sodas as kids' drinks? If If we're going by, like, what's specific about root beer that makes it a kids' drink guess, in, in these people's minds? I
1: guess they view it as you, like, if once you get past a certain age, you shouldn't drink it. It's
2: like, I, I still, like,
1: why? It's still, like, here's the thing. root beer is called beer because technically it's brewed. It's a beer. Mm-hmm. This happens to have no alcohol in it. Well, <laughs> those of us who uh, drink non-alcoholic beers for a reason, kids? <clears throat> I mean, yeah, I watched SpongeBob earlier, but only because there was nothing else on it and I was kind of bored.
0: <laughs> so,
1: say what you will, but yeah, I've I've, I've seen people call root beer a kids drink, and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, we we need to have a talk. <laughs> Back to college football. We'll wrap things up here with the college football playoff. We'll go game by game here. There's only two games, of course. Talk a little bit about like what you think about the game. Then we'll t- we'll make our picks. And I'm I'll actually mark these down so I can hold us to it next week and see how wrong we were. <laughs> All right, so first up is the Peach Bowl. Number one, Georgia against The Ohio State University. So, Darren, Georgia, OSU, in Atlanta, Peach Bowl, who wins and why?
2: Give me the dogs. Why? Because, again, there's not a single moment in this season well, I've looked at Georgia and thought, someone can beat them. They're fallible, <laughs> right? They they have been eek. They've been at their peak all season. They got there, they stayed there, and they didn't come down. They 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 under like, as soon as they got they tasted that first natty, they every one of them had their sights set on the second one, and they have not. They have not lost track of it at all. Um, they, they, there's, they've got everything working for them. So that's that's why, that's why I take them.
1: I agree. And again, like none of us likes Ohio State, but let's face it, Ohio State got exposed against Michigan. hmm And then Michigan can do that to Ohio State. Georgia and Hampshire can too.
0: Yeah.
2: Absolutely.
1: Fiesta Bowl. Number three, TCU against number two, Michigan. Who wins and
2: why? That'll be a fun... That really will be a fun one. Um...
0: Hmm...
2: That's tougher, honestly. Because these are, these are... It's both... They're both two teams who... Michigan, Michigan was there last year, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my brain, am I misremembering things now? No, I don't. Uh, no. The, no, 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 they won't. No, they had just missed it. No. No wait.
1: Okay, we gotta look this up.
2: Yeah, my brains, this. my brains misremembering everything because I feel like no, they because they 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 beat Ohio State, but they they won the Big Ten. They won the Big Ten, but they just they didn't make it into the.
1: Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! up. I feel
2: like I feel like there was one, there were like two pieces that they were missing last year. No, they lost to Georgia. That's right. Okay, thought so.
1: Thirty-four to eleven in the uh, in the uh, in the Orange Bowl.
2: There we go. All right. So, yeah, you've got two teams. One team who hasn't been there before. In TCU, you've got. Michigan, who's been there, had a taste of it, and got knocked out by the the eventual national champions, and who's looking like and feeling like they can go further because they've hit that other milestone of beat Ohio State in Ohio State, um, and win a and, and you know take the Big Ten again, and keep rolling. Um, it's. Oof. It, it it really does feel like it's of. It really is a battle of who wants it more, and it's it, it's really hard to figure out who might want it more. It really is.
1: I will pick Michigan, and the reason I will pick Michigan is because I think they have more ways to win it. To me, if Max Duggan doesn't play his best game, TCU has no shot. And I yeah, don't say that true. to speak ill of TCU because mm-hmm. I'm not. But again, <clears throat> TCU was the Minnesota Vikings of of, of, the big, of college football. Played a lot of close games, won them all except for the for the Big Twelve championship game, and even then, they won it based on Max Duggan's effort. I mean, the kid mm-hmm. played his heart out. No pun intended.
2: Yeah, yeah. There's a reason why I suggested he should have been the Heisman. Yes. And it was for that. Yeah, he 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 elevated that team.
1: And so for just for the sheer fact that I think Michigan can win it in more ways, I think it's a more versatile that's why I'll pick Michigan. But I wouldn't be surprised if TCU ends up winning it. I truly wouldn't. But just based on the logic football thing, I have to say I have to wish I
0: I can't
2: tell you that.
1: All right. So that is our show for this one mm. this week. Season three, episode 20 already in the books. Doesn't feel like it, but we've done this 20 times already this year. Yeah. We're back this week to preview the national championship game, look back at the playoffs, and we'll see if the Patriots are in playoff contention by the end of this week. If they lose, they're not. If they win, they're going to Buffalo next week with the chance to make the playoffs. Yippee!
0: Yeah.
1: So up, I'm Lucas. This has been season three, episode twenty of the Scientific Coaching Podcast. Darren, take us home.
0: Hey, everybody?